Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is walking the path yourself. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. There's a beautiful old gospel tune, or folk tune, and it's something like, you gotta walk this lonesome valley. You gotta walk it for yourself. Ain't nobody else can walk it for you. You gotta walk it for yourself. That's the song. So, what I would like to talk about today is uh, just to begin by simply saying that it doesn't matter how many nice radio programs you listen to, books you read, retreats that you go to, different practices that you engage in, different services that you attend or meetings that you attend or words that you, that you spout. It doesn't matter how much nice music you listen to. You've got to find the path yourself, and then you've got to walk it yourself. Everything else is secondhand. Do you understand? Everything else is secondhand. Only what is fresh in the moment that comes to you from your Creator is new. Everything has to be refreshed. Everything is refreshed. God is continually refreshing the universe. One man gave a, a very good analogy. And he said that it's something like, if you, have you ever seen in an old war movie where they have a submarine and then they have their uh, radar and then you see a little arm going around in a circle, a little radius arm going around in a circle. And every time it encounters something that's out there, it makes a little blip sound. Do you remember that? And you see a little light, a little tiny flash of light and a little blip sound. Well, it's something like that. God is continuously refreshing. Every time he goes over something, it refreshes and refreshes and refreshes over and over again. And so, to live life, to live the spiritual life, to live the life of Christ and God in you, it's a continual refreshing. Every day is fresh. Now, let's look at some analogies in life so that you can see that must be true. You see every day you have the morning and it's so fresh and so beautiful and everything is new and you wake up in the morning refreshed and you stretch and if you've been living a good life and you haven't been resentful and angry and upset then you start the day fresh just like a little child leaps from bed with no baggage from the past and rushes forth for a day of discovery. Isn't it beautiful? So at the end of the day, after a day of play or a day of work, you lay down and you have a sweet rest and you wake up refreshed and somehow during the night your body is refreshed and your mind is refreshed. Every year the spring comes and you have the whole beautiful panoply of nature, the blossoms, the flowers, the beautiful spring breezes, the green grass, every year refreshed. Are you with me? And that's how life must be. And so therefore, you must find this life of refreshment. 
and it's the life from God. And to find it is not hard. It's all around you, and it's within you. But you must find it, and you must find it for yourself. Somebody else may have said they found it. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But let's say they did. It's not going to do you any good. It's not going to do you any good what this person on television says or this person on YouTube. doesn't do you any good, even myself. You could listen to me until kingdom come. And unless you experience this life within for yourself, see, it won't do you any good. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask. No, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. There's a beautiful old gospel tune or a folk tune and it's something like, you got to walk this lonesome valley. You got to walk it for yourself. Ain't nobody else can walk it for you. You got to walk it for yourself. That's the song. And so therefore, you must find this life of refreshment. And it's the life from God. And to find it is not hard. It's all around you and it's within you, but you must find it, and you must find it for yourself. Somebody else may have said they found it, maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but let's say they did. It's not going to do you any good, and unless you experience this life within for yourself, see, it won't do you any good. But when you experience this life within for yourself, then that's all you need. You don't need anything else. Then you can hear someone like me, and maybe what I say will track with what you already know. When I say it, you already knew it. See, it's nice to hear it. It's nice to know that there's someone on the path like yourself. But the real good, the real healing, the real life, the real beauty comes from within, in a moment, in a moment of refreshing. And this moment occurs over and over and over. You must find it. You must find it. Now, what is it that blocks you from finding this refresh? Well, first of all, other people do. Other people who say, go this way, go that way, do this, do that. And they talk. They're, oh, they're so clever. But it doesn't wake you up. The only thing on the outside that really that someone can do for you, and very few people will do it, because it takes love is to wake you up, to say something that wakes you up. And how, did, how what would that be? It would be a word of truth. It would be the plain and simple, unvarnished truth. Some people say the cold, hard truth. Well, it only feels cold and hard because of your wrong attitude. It feels cold and hard to you when you want to be prideful, when you're angry, when you want to blame your husband or blame your wife or blame somebody, when you resent your lot in life, then the truth is cold and hard. But it's sweet for those who 
receive it willingly. Now, what can people do for you? About the only thing they can do for you is speak the truth in a very simple way and get their ego out of the way. How many times have you heard about people like Albert Einstein, for example, and you hear about people like Brother Lawrence or St. Francis or Teresa of Avila? You hear about these people and what do they have? They have some kind of a marvelous humility. They got their ego out of the way. And so when they speak, it's true. They're transparent. That's another thing. They're transparent. They say what they mean and mean what they say. They just say it. There's no hidden meaning. There's nothing they want from you. So there's something you can watch for. If somebody wants from something from you, flee. See? If they take an instant like to you, and they're very clever at, at making you feel comfortable, flee! Run for the hills! But if someone just happens to speak the truth, and where was it it said, from the mouth of babes, a little Chinese child can speak the truth, and they often do. Often the little children, they see with innocent eyes, they have clear, they see clearly with fresh eyes, and they say something true. And what happens? People don't like it. People don't like it. But the truth can come from a little child. One man. This is, I'll make a story up. There was a man who was angry all the time. He was just angry. He was angry at his boss and angry at work and angry at his wife and angry at people and angry at society. And he was just angry all the time. And he was sitting in the room watching sports, angry. And he is little daughter was in the kitchen with mom and they were doing something and all of a sudden he heard a little voice you know how children's voices are it's like they're from another dimension they're like angelic and the little girl said mommy why is daddy so mean and when he heard that he was stricken because it was true and he knew it and his little daughter said it with no ego in it she didn't want anything from him. She wasn't trying to fool him or trick him or win him over or do anything. She just spoke the simple truth, and he was stricken by it. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning of a new life for him. He had to take a good, hard look at himself and do some soul-searching. Who out there encourages you to do soul-searching? Nobody. Nobody. Have you have you been watch have you watched television lately? Have you noticed that have you watched the news? I don't care what what network. They're all the same as far as uh, this what they do. They talk super fast. Have you ever noticed? And hard. And when they interview people, they don't give people time to talk. They talk over them and they talk so fast and ask questions. And do you see that it's designed to keep out the truth, to not give people a moment when they might quietly ponder and ask questions? It's designed to keep people at a distance and to keep them from the truth. So you got to walk this lonesome valley. But then there's another verse in that beautiful old song, and it said, there's a road to glory. And you got to find it, 
for yourself, and then you got to walk it for yourself. So I think I've made a very simple point today, a very simple point that I think you need, need to hear. It doesn't do you any good to listen to a nice preacher, a nice guru, a nice counselor, a nice psychiatrist, a nice professor, a nice person, or to listen to nice music, or to read a nice book. It doesn't do you any good unless there's an awakening and you awake to the truth within, the wordless word within, the wordless word that testifies silently to what is true. The internal testimony is the thing. That's the most important thing. You must find it. Now you know it as probably anxiety or maybe conscience, but that's after the fact. You must find this inner light, this beautiful inner light that shines. And in its light, you see, you realize, and it testifies silently within to what's true and to what's not true. challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon, Meditation. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Roland. The program, Shedding Shackles. I was talking earlier about two things. First, I said that life must be continuously refreshed. Have you ever wondered why? the electrons and so on spin forever. How do they spin forever? 
Why don't they slow down? Why don't they slow down? You know why? Because they are refreshed, continuously refreshed from within. They're refreshed from within. God refreshes them. He refreshes his whole universe. If God were to withhold his hand, the entire universe would collapse like a snowflake melting in flame. Poof! It would be gone. Now, from that we can learn a very valuable lesson. First of all, you must see. Not because I say so, but because you see it for yourself. That you must learn to rely upon your Creator. It says in the Bible, lean not upon your own understanding, but in everything look to God. Christ said, you must look to God. You must look to Him for everything. For your life, for purpose, for joy, for fulfillment, for even your sustenance for your work, for your very life itself, for your breath. He gives things life. He gives animals life and plants life, and he gives humans life. Now, he gives us a natural life, but he also has a spiritual life for us. An influx from heaven. If you find God's life, then you live forever, because you will be continuously refreshed by him. But when you look to the world, it says in the Bible, I, God said somewhere, through his prophet, I think, he said, I am a jealous God. If you turn from God and you look to people, if you look to people to entertain you and to make you feel good and tell you that you're wonderful and approve of you and support you and like you and tell you that you're okay, if you look to the work to experts to solve your problems if you look to pills to marijuana to alcohol if you look to anything to some guru to some minister to some politician to some lover to some friend to some bartender are you with me to support you and give you purpose and give you life then you know what happens? You become dependent upon them. Remember I said that everything has to be refreshed. Remember I said that? And so, if you become established in a relationship with the creature, it should have been with your Creator, then your Creator no longer refreshes you and gives you his life. Now you become dependent upon whatever it is you turn to to sustain you. Remember I said everything has to be sustained. And so how is that done? With a continuous source of lies. Lies. And false reassurances. And deception. And emotion. That's right. Sustained by emotion. See, if you get a notion, if you get a notion, and something about that notion, you give it your attention. It's a, it's a bit fascinating, that notion. So you're fascinated by it. And you focus on it. You concentrate. The concentration, the focus, the fascination sustains it. 
the rapport with it, the hypnosis sustains it. And then if any emotion rises, then emotion is the physical equivalent and it sustains it. Emotion sustains it and resentment sustains it. So now, do you understand? 40 years later, let's say you hated your dad. 40 years later, there's a, someone who looks like your dad and you hate him. And emotion rises, contempt, disgust, anger. See? And the emotion now lights it up and keeps it alive. And resentment keeps it alive over the years. A memory of what somebody said, it comes to you and then you resent it and you've refreshed it. You've reinforced it. Everything needs reinforcement. Do you understand? It's another word. The animal keeps returning to something over and over. Why? Because it reinforces it, its way of life. So if you keep returning with resentment, with blame, with anger, with hurt feelings, then all you're doing is sustaining it. And it keeps you from your Creator. That's right. It replaces God. The notion, the hate, the anger, the grudge, the bitterness. Something you want in the world. You want people to tell you you're a nice person. You want people to tell you that you're good. That your husband was no good and you're good. And so you're on a mission. <laughs> you're on a mission to to make everybody believe that your husband was no good and that you're good. That's so, that sustains you in your separation from God. Do you understand? Now do you see how a notion, how you can see how, you, or an attitude, or a lowered consciousness, like a state of some, some sort of level of hypnosis, sustains, and emotion sustains. You see? So they sustain a life apart from God. It's that simple. Now, do you understand why Christ's words were so brilliant? Brilliant! And the advice in the Old Testament, even, that Christ quoted, brilliant. They said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Do you understand now? When you look to God, with every aspect of your being, every aspect of your mind and your body is oriented toward your Creator. There's no place for temptation to enter. Do you understand? Temptation to enter and take you away from your Creator and away from life. To a false life that seems like life, but it leads to, to the grave. Do you understand? So, I've made a couple of very simple points today. And I think um, it would be nice for you to ponder them. And then I made another point today, an important point. I said, nobody else can walk it for you. So, if somebody says something, hear what they say. You know, listen lightly. And then if there's an internal testimony, you just silently, silently, something within you says, yeah, that's, that's right. Or... Silently, something says, no. You see what I mean? That's the most important thing. It's your intuition. It's wordless. It's from God. Intuition. God gave animals instincts. He gave humans intuition. And so, 
In other words, you can hear what somebody says. And you don't accept it because they're a nice person, and you don't reject it because they're a terrible person. And you don't even know if they're a nice or a terrible person. But even if they are a terrible person, let's suppose Hitler came along, and Hitler came over to you and said, excuse me, your shoelace is untied. So you look down, and your shoelace is untied, and you say, well, thank you very much, Hitler. Thank you very much. And then you tie your shoelace. And so that was good, because your shoelace was untied. You might trip on the shoelace and fall down. So that happened to be true, even though it was Hitler, you see what I mean? But then you can have somebody come along that seems like a, a very nice person, and then they say something and it's not true. You don't want to accept it just because you think they're a nice person or a good person. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. doesn't matter. All that matters is the internal testimony from your Creator. Look to your intuition. God gave it to you. It's a gift. The most wonderful gift He gave you. You had it when you were a little child. Refind your intuition. Follow it. It's wordless. It's silent. It's from your Creator. And it leads you to eternal life. So, you got to walk this lonesome valley. But then there's another verse in that beautiful old song. And it said, there's a road to glory. And you got to find it for yourself. And then you got to walk it for yourself. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>